Alex's work trip was looking like a busy one, so they needed to know exactly what they'd be getting, like the choice of over 800 locations, to skip the commute and relax with a tasty dinner the night before. Mm. Plus, if plans change, they could rest easy, knowing they can cancel their flex rate booking up until 1pm that day. <laughs> Enjoy the same feeling, whatever the trip. Premier Inn. Rest easy. Only available to book at premierinn.com. T's and C's apply. Visit our site for all our rates. All right, this one's going to be an absolute fucking riot. Got Chet Sandu here with me today. Come all the way down from Newcastle. Some of you may have seen him on James English podcast. He was told he might get a few thousand views. It's like almost at the top of the James English channel right now. Hundreds of thousands of views. This guy's story, fucking hell. I just finished his book a couple of nights ago. So as a younger person, he got into bodybuilding, bouncing, fighting, then ends up setting up this massive smuggling deal that he gets sent down with in Spain. But before that, he's over in, in Karachi. And um, one of the things about the book was when you got there, instead of going doing the drug deal right away, there was all these prostitutes on the top floor of the hotel. <laughs> you know, okay, let's, let's go and let's say hello to the ladies first, but we'll get to that. Now, out, out of his book, um, God, there was this one story where it happened at Visitation. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, fill us in on, on that story. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Um, I was only inside then for a few months. Yeah. A few months. And uh, Carlos, this guy, he was serving power wing anyway, yeah. It was like um, cat air wing. Top security, uh, 40 heads there. If you were dangerous or if you did something wrong, you would get sent to our wing, yeah. And, uh, but he was there permanent because um, he'd killed two people already inside. I think he was only in for like uh, burglary, three or four years. But then he started injecting, sharing needles. Do you know the circumstances of how he killed those two people? Uh, the circumstances were over drug debts as well. Drug debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah so just common. fucking drug shit, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. but anyway, if you're high all the time, this and that, that's your life. Yeah, that's what. All, that's all you got to think about, you know? And uh, if somebody steals from you or fucks you off, in Spain, it's just like, they ain't fighting people there, yeah? Mm -hmm. They just sort of stab you. They will just kill you. And uh, anyway, he killed two people. And Carlo, he was there with me, but he used to get uh, visits off his brother, clothes visits, and then he used to get heroin, stick it up his ass, pass through, bam, sell it on the wing. And he was like, the main, the main guy there, for the smack and uh, what happened he used to sell smack and then we got this guy on the wing punishment he got I think he was only sent there for 30 days because if you do something wrong in a different wing you get sent to our wing punishment and so he was sent there I don't know what he did but he was just like a Spanish kid mid 30s fattish just like a nobody and uh, anyway but if you but there in Spain as well if you get visits yeah you can get like a close visit with your wife or girlfriend and if you grass somebody up you get an extra visit oh, shit. <laughs> you're allowed one a month yeah but if you do a good grassing oh. and then you get a, listen it's terrible yeah <laughs> so every fucker like is a reward system for the every, <laughs> so every fucker is grassing everybody up everyone's snitching fucking hell. on the other wings yeah but yeah. not on our wing yeah okay right. because they're all a bit dangerous and you got to be careful yeah but this guy he didn't really know this right 
Yeah. I don't think he was fully aware. And uh, anyway, he came on. Uh, he knew about this. Carlo was the main man for the smack. Glassed him up, yeah? He told yeah. him where his stuff was. He told the screws, bam, bam, bam. They found him, and Carlo, he gets he got sent down to the hole, which is a cell by, I think it's only about eight foot by three foot, and you're enclosed in there, and exercise is just like bars outside, eight foot by three foot, and you just got to walk, and you just got to walk up and down like a fucking... Like like an animal, really, in a cage, yeah. Yeah? yeah. And that's all you get for like a month. I think he was there for. I, I think he got a couple of weeks in the hole. He come back out of the hole, and uh, everybody was thinking, right, is he going to make a move on him here because he's killed people in the past? And the snitch, he wasn't really fucking bothered because he was thinking he was going to go back to his ring in a few days. Anyway, Saturday visits, you get like a window visit uh, where you get on the phone and. Families on the other side, blah, blah, blah. So the snitch had a visit, and so did Carlo, yeah? And before you go on the visit, you get frisked, metal detector up and down, blah, blah, blah. It went in. And you file into your little doors, uh, little booths. Carlo, he went into his booth. The snitch, he went to his booth. And then, but Carlo, he went into his, and he pulled out a shank out of his ass. But his ass by now is free and open here yeah, because they're used to just putting everything up here. Tools, drugs, you can put a spanner up there, you know. It's, okay. it's all good, you know. And, uh, <laughs> so he, his ass is just open to this here yeah, and bam, 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 took out the shank. And the snitch he was visiting by, he got a visit of his mum, uh, his sister and niece. So he went round, boom, stuck him 11 times, neck and body. Bam, 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 in front of his mum. In front of his mum? In front of his mother, man. Fucking hell. He wasn't fucking about this guy anyway. Because he was doing life anyway. And he's got AIDS. Yeah. So why not Nothing kill him? To lose. Why not kill him? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, you know, if you were like, there's a very dangerous people, these. Yeah. And they shouldn't be allowed to mix with normal people, these people. Really. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, but in Spain, it all goes down, you know? And yeah. uh, fucking anyway. Fucking killed him. Bam, bam, bam. 30 days, no, two months in the hole he did, yeah? Two months. Carlo, two months, yeah? For him, that's fuck all. Yeah. And anyway, he come back. And then uh, he was cool with me all the time, yeah? Because every time he used to get a visit, he used to get weed. He always used to give me a lump of hash. Boom, I used to go, okay, cheers. I used to buy him off him. Mm. I used to buy off him, man. But he was like, um, one, of, one of the things, yeah? If you know somebody else can be a threat to you in jail, yeah? Yeah. It's best to have him on side of course, yeah. than to not have him on side. Yeah. So I seen him as a threat, but in a different way, mm -hmm. as he could kill me. But he seen me as a threat because I could mangle him, yeah? So it was like cool like that, you know? We all, like me and him, it all went well. Anyway, he came back to the yard. And then Carlo Capasa, yeah? Which means what's happening. And uh, he told me a story in Spanish, yeah? And he said this, that, he went, I know he grasped this and that. And he said, I just wanted to kill him in front of his mother. Fucking he said, I could have killed him any time I wanted. Any time. But listen, yeah, but by doing that, his name rang out through every jail in Spain. Oh, I can imagine. Right? Yeah, and uh, right. and his rep, boom. Yeah. Top man. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not good. 
Well, this but, is, this but, is... But to get a reputation inside, yeah. that, that's how you do it. This is one of the many stories in Chet's book. If you're interested in his book, the link is going to be in the description box below this video. Now, where I was housed, it was like whites, blacks, Mexican, Mexican-American gangs. <coughs> yep. So you got to kind of fit in racially. And one of the most questions yes. I get asked on my YouTube channel is, how do you fit in if you're not one of those major races? Right. How, how did you click up with? How did you fit in? I didn't. Uh, right, okay. I clicked in, yeah. When we went in, there was a German gang there, yeah. German gang. German. They like neo Nazis, or? Yeah, well, they were, yeah. They were fucking racist as fuck, yeah. They were there for kidnapping charges. Kidnapping? Yeah, they came to Spain to kidnap somebody, held them for ransom. Uh, but it all went fucked up, and they got grassed up, they got caught, and they were looking at. About 12s each. And uh, the Germans there, Russians were there. They all stick together. Like Russian mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they all thought that they're, they're Russian mafia. They say they're Russian mafia. Every fucking Russian cunt in jail is apparently in the Russian mafia. I don't understand this one either. Yeah. The good chess players as well, usually. <laughs> yeah, fucking Russian mafia. Fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> and the rest, um, Algerians. Moroccans, yeah, yeah, they yeah. all they all stick together. A lot the of smugglers, lot of smugglers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Muslim gang and then uh, blacks. There was very, very few blacks that came in, uh, and the ones that did, they were all fucking dangerous motherfuckers. They were there for like so. One, one was there for rape. He raped his child and then he ate her afterwards. He killed her and ate her. Ate her, ate her man. Uh, but he done it prior as well, and he got. He came to our wing as well, and he just got fucked up, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it's all fucking fucked up, you know. It's okay fucking up a nonsense, that yeah. But you know, I so don't... how do you fit in them with all these different races? <laughs> with all these well, explain, races. explain what what racial there were backgrounds. Spics, anyway, there were spit gangs there, Spanish gangs, uh, South Americans, Brazilians, Venezuela, Peru. They they all stuck together. But me, I was the only Brit, yeah? But I'm not only a Brit, but I'm Indian, yeah? So I'm like... You're Sikh. Well, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm totally... Don't fit in anywhere, yeah? Right. So I was like a lone wolf, you know? Yeah. I was like Which a lone easy. wolf. No, it's not easy being a lone wolf. Because nobody but people... Really, in a way, I fit in with the gypsies, yeah? The gypsies. The gypsies accepted me, the Algerians did, because I was dark with them, and the blacks did, yeah? The Spicks, some of them. But uh, the Russians, no. The Germans, no. South Americans were like borderline. They were sort of wary of me. So if you had a beef with, say, a German <coughs> yeah. or a Russian, you had dudes who would back you up from the other races? My dudes that backed me up, really. I didn't need no fucking backup, but my dude <laughs> did back me up. Carlo backed me up. You know, Carlo the killer, you know, the one, yeah. Yeah. He used to come with me, man. Right. And that's all I needed. Yeah. Yeah, because fucking he's, he's immense. He was about... Five foot six, seven and a half stone. Uh, didn't used to eat, always on the smack. He's got AIDS. Yeah. But he was the most dangerous man there. Yeah. Check that one out. So when I was housed, it was like, you come in and they ask you what your charges are. Yeah. If, you, if it's a sex offence and they find out, they, they, they have people outside the prison who look on Google. Yeah. They have, they'll ask to see yes, your paperwork. Yes, 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 yes. KOS, kill on sight for sex offenders. Now, what I found interesting in your book was... This shows how much uh, strength you must have had at this point in time. Was a, a young person came in, allegedly a rapist, but you felt that, that this kid hadn't done it, 
What, what happened there? Right. The story with him, Karim, yeah, uh, he was on Moodle One, which is like a big ring. That's where everybody goes. It's about 250 heads on there. Uh, he had a fight with somebody because somebody found out he was a rapist. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He was on rape charges. So he got sent to our wing as punishment. But he got told on there that uh, Chet's over there, yeah? He speaks English, okay? Because he was uh, Algerian, but he lived in Holland. His English was perfect. And anyway, he made a beeline for me as soon as he came over to my wing, yeah? Nobody knew he was a rapist there. But I'll tell you how it normally works in jail, yeah? If uh, in Spain and England, yeah? Right? If you're white, yeah, and you're on sex charges, in Spain, if you're a spick, yeah, they don't tell anybody. But if you're an Arab or you're black, they make sure the whole fucking wing knows right. what you're there for. So they just look after their own. England, it don't really work like that, yeah? But um, over there, it does. If you're Spanish, they don't say fuck all. But if you're black and an Arab, everyone fucking knows. Anyway, everybody fucking knew about him, yeah, because he come over and the screws told everybody. And then the Germans and the Russians were on his case, yeah? Simply because he was a little Algerian kid, right? But his story was this. Yeah, the Scots of Smack, him and his brass who he knew, uh, he paid for sex, bam, they had sex, and they said, okay, let's get high some more. And they went, right, okay, order some more heroin, got some more heroin. He didn't have the money to pay for it, so he took the money back, what he gave her, right? <laughs> But she still scored on the smack, right? Okay, yeah. So anyway, he took that money back and spent that on the smack. And then she cried rape. And she cried rape. He got fucking nicked. And uh, these Germans and Russians said he's a rapist, he's this and that. But I, but I believe the story because he told me it detailed. And I thought, okay, I believe him, you know. And then anyway, uh, the whole fucking wing wanted to kill him, yeah. The gypsies wanted to kill him. The Germans, the Russians wanted to kill him, and even the Spicks were fucking wanting to kill him. Normally, the Spicks are quite calm, yeah, because they just let things go. And uh, but even 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 they wanted to do him. And anyway, he was by my side as soon as the cell he used to get opened. He used to run to my cell and stand outside and wait for me. But anyway, I took this, and the people were coming to me saying, "Why are you protecting him for you?" Yeah? And I said, "Listen, I believe the story. Yeah, he's in court." In a week or so, yeah? And uh, let's see what happens. I went, if he's guilty, I'll fuck him up. I'll be the first one to fuck him up, yeah? And then he went, right, okay, anyway. So, they weren't happy, yeah? People wanted to do him, but the Germans, it was just a fact he was Algerian. There was another fucking rapist there, but they didn't want to have it on with them because they looked a bit dangerous, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but they want to have it on this kid because he's only a little Algerian, yeah? yeah? So I didn't like that, yeah? I don't like that bullying bullshit. And uh, anyway, I stuck up for him. And I was fucking st stuck by his side and this and that. And the court case was coming up three days away or something. And uh, But the Germans, they they came to me and said, right, we're going we're, we're gonna to fuck him up here, yeah? And I went, uh, do it. Go for it, yeah? And I went, uh, are you going to stick up for him? I said, listen to me, yeah? I went, if I'm there, yeah, I'm going to fucking fight alongside him, right? So he fucking, do what you're going to do. And they went, right, okay. Anyway, they had a fucking meeting, these German bastards. And uh, and then, to carry him, yeah, I was with him in the gym, yeah. I made this gym bit, right? And uh, and everybody stopped training 
because I was backing up a rapist, right? And uh, I made this gym and nobody used to come in. Boycotted it, yeah? I just thought, fuck them, yeah? Fuck them, I'll take them all on. And then I said to Carrie, man, listen, now you're going to have to fucking deal with this because they're going to do you before the court case on purpose, right? Okay? And I don't want it to happen, yeah? Because they're going to do you when I'm not there and then it's going to be a fucking liberty because it's going to be like four Germans and one small Algerian, right? Okay? So I went, right, this is what you're going to have to do. I went, you're going to have to smash some fucking men. The main German up here, Marcel, he was called. He thought he was like a big time fucking hench cunt. And uh, me and him always had drowns, but like never fought. He always used to back away. But anyway, I didn't like him, yeah, and he didn't like me. So this was my chance to get my own bat on him through somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to him, but he hated him also, yeah. So he was like a mutual enemy. So I said, listen, what are you going to do here? Go in the outside, Kazi. Tiles are on the wall, yeah? you got to smash the tiles off, get two or three, break them up, put them in two or three socks, yeah? And that's your fucking tool. Anyway, right. He did as I said, and he come back to me. And then we seen the Germans in the yard. They were in the yard, sat there. Marcel was sat on a bench, and the other three were just walking around. I went, right, listen here. I'm going to just go up now and just fuck them. I said, I'll watch from here, yeah? I went, this is the only, only chance you've got. And he went, right, okay, I've got to do this. Give him his Jews, yeah? He went out of four fucking Germans. Oh, you're a little kid, right? <laughs> he went out. He fucking went out. Marcel was up, and he just went, bang, side of the head, and then boom, crisscross. It was like, boom, boom, <laughs> bam, bam, blood spurred fucking everywhere. Yeah? It was all over the shop. And the other Germans come, and then... He was going like that, the other Germans, but they all stood by the Germans, the fucking pussies, yeah? Really? Yeah, yeah, they stood by really? the cunts, yeah? He said, fucking, come on then, come on then. But they all stood back. Yeah. Anyway, the screws fucking landed in about 30 seconds afterwards, yeah? Yeah. Took him, solitary confinement, banged him up, but he was in court the next day anyway. And uh, court the next day, went to court, the prostitute landed, and she told the truth. Boom, told the truth and said, listen, it's not rape. This is what, what's happening. I'm a fucking brass nail. And he took the money back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. boom, and then he walked free. Walked free. And he fucked the German up. It shows the amount of respect you had on the yard for one, yeah. one guy to like take this guy under his wing, otherwise he would have got annihilated by every single yeah, they all gang. They all wanted to yeah, do they all want to do him. I had a hard time. I had a hard time in that period. Yeah. But after that, the gypsies came to me and they went, okay, Indio, yeah? Indio, they just called me, they went, okay. Respect to that, yeah? Yeah. Because they weren't racist, yeah? They just wanted to do it in for the simple fact he's a racist. And, I mean, rapist, sorry, yeah? And uh, they just heard loads of stories and they just wanted to kill him because that's what they do, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's, and that's a norm in a wing like mine. Mm -hmm. You're going to get stuck. Yeah. So I stopped my neck out, but it, but it came out good. Yeah. And you, yeah. you touched on your rivalry with Marcel, the German guy, yeah. and we're going to get to the, um, the bench pressing competition, and we're going to get to the prostitutes. But before that, how do you work out in a Spanish prison, and how do you open your own little fitness room right, or whatever? Okay. What we did, there was a little, okay, okay, I'll tell you a story now, yeah? I met this uh, girl as well there, yeah? Lisa, she was in the uh, women's wing, yeah? Okay. And if you like uh, send letters to each other, 
correspond for six months and then you can get like a window visit. And then after six months of window visits, you can get a closed visit. So it took us 12 months to get a closed visit, yeah? Like a, con- like a conjugal, like a yeah, sex visit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, you didn't have that in America. No, Jesus. No, it's okay in Spain. But Whoa! You- <laughs> <laughs> but you got to prove as a girlfriend, if you've got a girlfriend or wife, you get it from day one. But me, I had to prove it's my girlfriend. Yeah. So they want, we want 12 months of boom proof that you are together. It's hard to keep a relationship going for 12 you months, You pulled baby. a female prisoner <laughs> and got a sex visit. I've yeah. fucking heard it all now. Yeah. But anyway, the sex visit, yeah, boom. And if you do extra work in a jail, cleaning it up and doing this and doing that, you'll yeah. get another visit. <laughs> Same as a crossing thing, yeah? But you got to work for, for, for this one, yeah? So I was happy to do that. And so there was a hall area and I cleaned it all up. Had uh, barrels of bleach, you know, the big ones you get, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, empty them, fill them with water, and we use them as weights for squatting, pressing, curling. We got uh, broom shanks t- together, taped them together, barbells we made. I made a bag there for boxing. Did loads of stuff like that. What was your workout routine with that equipment? <coughs> uh, for daily, I would like sort of uh, train with weights, yeah? Do like one body part a day. It's easy to do, you know, because uh, all you need is a weight in the barrel, you know? Yeah. Shoulder press, dead blood. You, you could do the whole spectrum of exercises. used to do that. Then I used to go in the bags for about an hour. And then dinner time, siesta after that. And then I would walk the yard for two hours. Uh, so I would train about four hours a day there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And tip top I had it. And plus I kept the gym clean this and that, and I said to the screws, if I carry on with this, I'm allowed to get an extra visit with my bird, and they went, yeah. So she did the same <laughs> on the other side. So she did the same on the other side, yeah? She was cleaning as well, like a fucking <laughs> cotton picker everywhere. <laughs> she cleaned everything, I cleaned everything, and so we were getting three a month. Fucking Check hell. that one out. <laughs> the first time you had to do your sex visit, how long has it been since you'd had sex with oh. a woman? About two years. Two years. How yeah. did that feel? Yeah, it was like fucking immense. It was. Uh... <laughs> I had a wank before. I, went. <laughs> I had a wank before I went. Your last yeah. longer. <laughs> How long was the visit allowed to go on for? One hour. One, one hour. hour. Yeah, but the, fucking one hour. But the screws are bastards, yeah, because oh. uh, they're listening on the door and you can hear them, yeah, <laughs> laughing and that. Sniggering the cunts, yeah. <laughs> but she was cool. She brought in some weed and we had a smoke. Right. We had good. Yeah, it's cool, man. Wow. For jail. Yeah. Smoking out the window as if we're in a hotel, you know. <laughs> it was fucking crazy, you know. It was excellent. It wasn't being inside, you yeah. know. It was like, uh, wow. How long did that last with, with the family? Oh, with her. About six, seven months, and then she got a move to M- Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find another female? No, 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 I didn't after that. Uh, not enough time scale, you know. Okay, so, so motivated <laughs> by... 12 months of getting over there. Takes but... <laughs> a year. Motivated by pussy, you're doing all this training, and, and you've got your own gym yeah. and shit, yeah. and now you're getting in this, this peak physical health, and yeah. there's, a, there's a, a, a bench press competition. Yeah. What happens there? Yeah. 
the bench press competition. This was uh, this was off the gym's crew, yeah. She organized it, and it's the first time it's ever happened in the jail, yeah. They went, okay, it's all wings involved, heavyweight, middleweight, and lightweight. Uh, from every wing, certain people are allowed to apply. I think it was 10 people from each wing, right? On our wing, it was me, Lobo, lightweight, Giorgio, the Argentinian. Uh, the Germans were there, the bastards. And, and the other four were just gypsies who never lifted a weight in their lives, but they just wanted to score drugs. They just wanted to get off the wing and try and score drugs. <laughs> so they entered as well. The schools are looking at them thinking, you don't even go to the fucking gym. <laughs> but they just wanted to mingle with the rest and so they could fucking exchange shit. And, that, and then the competition, yeah, went down. Lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. I was a heavyweight. What part do you want to know about all the way through? Or? Yeah, all the way through. All the way through? Yeah. The lightweights and that, uh, the lightweights, Lobo was in that category, people from Moodle 1, Moodle 2, Moodle 3. Uh, but my men all sort of dropped out, you know. Uh, middle bits dropped out. But we all started off with 10 kilo each side, bench that, boom. We all got to do it. But I use that as like a warm-up, you know, just, mm. just to get warmed up. And then another 10, another 10, another 10, until people started to drop out. And then in the end, it was uh, me and Marcel. It was me, the big German. me and Marcel. Yeah, the German, yeah. How big was, was he? Big, but he was on steroids, yeah? Yeah. He was bigger than me, but he was on gear because they used to get it in and they just fucking blew up the fuck. Yeah. And uh, we don't know what they were going to bench. And the bench went to 130 kilo. He'd done 130 kilo before. So had I. But uh, he struggled with 130, yeah? Was struggling with it, his arms are going all out there, yeah. And I went, right, okay, 130. I just took a boom, straight clean press, and uh, the 140 come up, yeah. 140, boom, stuck it on. He got on, yeah. And uh, what the most you'd ever lifted 200 kilo, but 200 that kilo. was on, but I was on steroids then, okay. This is all free, you know, yeah. this is like sort of natural. Steroids, yeah, 200 kilos. So that's the difference it makes, you know, from yeah. 140 to 200 kilo. Mm. Steroids, yeah. And uh, anyway, the German cunt was on steroids anyway. And boom, 140. Try to do it, yeah. Try to do it. His arms are going fucking everywhere, yeah. He was fucking <laughs> puffed out of fuck anyway. Boom, he didn't do it. It took the bar. He was devastated, but he was fucking bright red, yeah, red as fuck. As if he was going to explode. Boom. And then Giorgio, my man, he said to me, Jay, you, you got to do this, yeah? There's a, there's a lot hanging on the line here. I went, yeah. I went, let, 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 let's go, yeah, let's go. Boom. I got on the bench, yeah. <laughs> Took it down, yeah? I went through the gears, oh, yeah? First gear, second gear, third, boom. But yeah, but I had it. My arms were there, and bam. Took it off. Boom. I was a champion of the jail. <laughs> champion of the jail. But Marcel, you come over. Shut my hand after that, right? Yeah. He shut my hand, yeah. But there's no story about that. Couldn't have got to tell him on. And uh, he shut my hand after that, and he went right, okay. You the gym was never, and everything was fucking good. And I thought, boom, that was like in jail as well, yeah. There, yeah. But that moment, yeah, I've never felt that much like sort of ecstasy and happiness, yeah. On the out, I've never felt that on the out. It was a natural feeling as well. Yeah. Wasn't well, it? Yeah, well yeah, yeah. You know that I've never felt on the out. Yeah. But I felt it in there. You have different emotions inside. Yeah. Everything is small. Even winning a, 
a game of chess is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. You can kill somebody over a game of chess yeah. and kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a plate of chips. Like, it's very easy to do. And then I went back onto the wing, moved them four, and they were all waiting. See who won the championship yeah, because the Spicks hated all the fucking Russians anyway. I mean, the Germans. The Germans only had the Russians on side. And uh, I walked up. I walked on the wing. They're all waiting. And I just put my hand in the air. Alan Shearer styles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all knew. And the German just came in behind me with his head bowed. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> what, what's your other Marcel story? Oh, the other Marcel story. Yeah. There was a riot, yeah. There was a riot in the jail uh, towards, towards the end of my sentence. My sentence I got by then. And I was going to leave in about six months' time. Me, Giorgio, were walking the yard at the top. And Lobo, who was just a small... Marcel hated anybody who, like, associated with me. He couldn't get to me, so he would pick on my mates who were weaker, right? And uh, anyway, Lobo was in the yard. Marcel, he started his argument with him. And then Lobo took the fuck off. And uh, But by this time... The Spanish hated the Germans, yeah, because they were just like bullies walking around. They owned the place, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Dropkick Lobo, dropkicked him, yeah, boom, on the floor. And then the rest of the Spicks, they just got up, attacked the Germans, boom. And then the Russians got involved. And there was a massive fucking fight, yeah. And then they were looking at me to say, am I going to get involved here? Yeah. But I had six months left, you know, yeah, right? Like and Giorgio said to me, listen, leave it. He went, they're dealing with it anyway, yeah? You don't need to get involved anyway. The screws come and start bashing every cunt involved, yeah? So, like, it's good I stayed away and uh, bashed every fucker. But that Marcel is a pure fucking bully, you know? Mm. He drop kicked him thinking he could get away with it, but he got fucked up. The yeah. whole jail just fucking turned on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you say most violence was over drug debt, gambling debt? Yeah, drugs in it. Drugs, drugs, and they can't pay for the, they can't pay for it. Yeah, what was the most drugs in there? Heroin. And how's it get in? How's it get in? Through the ass on the close visits. Through visitors. What yeah. about staff bringing them in? In Spain, what in Spain? Everything's fucking possible there. Yeah, everything's possible in Spain. If you got enough money, corrupt as fuck. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to give me nine years, nine years for the. For the amount I had was standard, and then I met this uh, a lawyer. He says, "I know people. We can bribe him six grand if you give us, yeah. and then you get, and then you get half of that." Yeah, I'm like, all right. Bribed away. It's a good deal, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, but corrupt, you know. Yeah. So young people looking up to you, wondering like, if they ended up in prison, how would they survive? What advice would you give to a young person on prison survival? Survival is. Don't, don't be weak, yeah? Confidence, yeah? Even if you haven't got it, yeah? Front, front pays off. Front, yeah. front anybody out. It yeah. doesn't matter if you can beat them or not, because in the end, you will take a hiding anyway, yeah? Show hard. So it's best to just fucking, boom, let's go, baby. Yeah. Let's go, man. Yeah. And then most people will go, oh, right, okay, I don't really fancy a bit of that. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. Front it out, confidence. Yeah. So don't back down. What about oh. dealing with the guards and shit like that? The guards, I I just used to keep myself to myself, you know. Yeah. Don't fuck around. If you're not taking drugs and if you're not s- 
selling drugs and then you're out of the God's eye. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be taking drugs, selling drugs, you are in the God's eye. Yeah. So that is like a nerve. You're going to have to deal with that. So you say young people coming in, stay away from the debts of the drugs and the gambling. Yeah, and all that man. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best thing to do is just keep your fucking head down. Just fucking eat well. Read, you know, read. Yeah. Uh, proper stuff, not fucking gangster fucking books and that, yeah? Read something with a bit of knowledge in it, you know? Yeah. And uh, educate yourself. Educate yourself and be confident and be strong and you will leave jail a better person. And make alliances with the right people like you. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I helped a few people inside, you know? Got any other stories of helping people? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you this one story. Uh, do we want a Spanish story or a English jail story? We've got time to do them all. Right, Spanish one is this one. Uh, there was a guy that come in here. He was a gypsy, but he was gay, yeah? And if you're gay and a gypsy, you ain't accepted, mm. right? Right, uh, because they're quite strict. And Gigi, I called him, yeah? Gay, 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 Kitano, yeah? I mean, gypsy. He came in, but he had some money, you know? He, he was only there for like a little while. And... Uh, the gypsies, they all used to laugh at him, yeah? The rest of them, you know, they all used to, like, sit in the corner with a flamenco. <laughs> Honest to God, they had the long hair. They were, like, fucking proper gypsies, you know? Proper, proper gypsies. Anyway, but they all had AIDS. They all had AIDS. And their wives were all inside as well because they, they used to make their wives take the blame first. Yeah? And the wives used to take the blame and then get the sentence. And then when they used to get caught... And then they're both in jail. And then they both have these congenial visits. Every, every, time, every time I used to go on the visits, it was just me and the gypsies. That was it. I was one of the gypsies. That's why they thought I was a brother. They went, yeah, you like us, you like <laughs> And uh, anyway, this, he came in, yeah? Forgetting his name. But he, but he came in, he had money. Uh... But he was gay, and there was this uh, a Moroccan kid, kickboxer. He thought he was fucking fit and tough and this and that. Had a good strip on him, yeah? But he come in first, and he was, like, quite low-key. And then and then he started to open up flying kicks in the yard and all that, yeah? And all this bull. He was fit and acrobatic, yeah? But uh, anyway, and I said, look at him. <laughs> Manolo goes, yeah, look at him. I went, no, he goes to me. Chuck Norris. I went more like fuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> I went fuck him. Anyway. Anyway, I got wind of him, yeah, but he kept away from me, yeah, because he seen me as a threat. And he just used to uh, bully the, the people who he could. And so he took this gay kid under his wing. And anyway, the gay kid told me that he fucking raped him a couple of times in his cell and he used to make him suck his cock and that. And I went, right, okay, yeah. And then, uh, anyway, he was on a visit, yeah. He got a visit of his family and he come back in this uh, sky blue tracksuit. Adidas tracksuit, new trainers, come on the wing. With drugs on him as well, right? And uh, the fucking, fuck Norris, yeah. Took hold of him, took him in the toilets in the showers, yeah. And took his tracksuit off him, his shoes off him, put him on himself. Give him his clothes, stuck his hand up his ass, yeah? You only got the hash, yeah? But the heroin 
was further up. He said he had his fucking hand right up his fucking ass, oh, trying to get the fucking drugs out, right? Yeah. But he couldn't get it because he was just pushing it up. He was just pushing it up, right? But he got a hold of the hash anyway. He got the hash and he come back on the wing with his fucking tracksuit on, this and that, smoking a fucking joint. Yeah, and I thought, fucking look at that cunt. And yeah, I was concerned for the gay kid, yeah? And uh, I went to the showers and that, and he was there. Uh, crying all fucked up. I said, listen, stick his fucking clothes on, yeah? Come with me. Anyway, he put his clothes on, he went, listen, he says he's going to kill me if, if, like, I don't give him the heroin, yeah? I went, okay, have you still got it? He went, yeah. And he went, yeah, it's still up my ass. I went, right, okay. I went, he ain't going to do fuck all, yeah? Anyway, he smoked the fucking weed. And I told him, listen, don't go down for... What's that fucking word called? Where prisoners allow to stay downstairs and the other ones get banged up. Uh, they room recreation. Social, yeah, social. yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. I said, listen, don't stay down for that, yeah, because they all got wind of his stuff, yeah? They all wanted his drugs. So I said, get get yourself to the cell. But our cells, yeah, they were like double, double security. You would have one door with bars with a lock on it and then another door afterwards, yeah? So while that was on, only the bar gates locked, right? So you, so you still got access. Anyway, half, half seven came, everybody was let upstairs. Fuck Norris, he went straight to his fucking cell. And so did the fucking rest of them, all fucking ran, hungry for fucking smack, yeah? And uh, when I seen him, he had a hold of his wrist and he was pulling him through the bars, yeah? And then he's spitting on him, yeah? And then I went, I'm like, get the fucking, get your fucking hands off him, yeah? And he goes, uh, why? You know, why? I went, because he owes me money first. I just said that, yeah? I went, that gear's mine, yeah? yeah. He's got to pay me. So uh, he goes, yeah, you probably want to fuck his ass. I went, fuck it, listen, yeah? I went, fuck all, do you want to fuck his ass or not? I went, get the fuck away from me, yeah? yeah? And anyway, yeah, he goes, okay, okay. Anyway, he walked away. And then he was, okay, I went, right, you go back in your bed. And I told the rest of fuck off and all. Because they're all dogs. They're all dogs in jail. And uh, so he's, he got the heroin. And the next day, I said, have you got it? He went, no. He went, I smoked it all last night. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm fucked up, yeah. I went, right, okay. And then the next day, I was walking the yard with him. And Manolo and a few of the heads came and said, listen, it's not good if you walk the yard with him, yeah. Because mm. uh, it doesn't look good. But I said, listen, I'm going to oh, fuck yeah. What looks good or not? Oh, fucking don't look good. He was going to go home anyway in a couple of days. I said, I walked the yard with him. I said, I'm going to let them get a hold of him, yeah, and fuck him up. Yeah. So that was that story, yeah. And then there was another one. And another gay kid that helped in uh, Durham jail. Durham. Durham, yeah. yeah. I was head of air wing. Mm -hmm. uh, the cleaners there, I had. 12 cleaners underneath me. Uh, I, I was in charge of them for the catering, for the clothing, uh, cleaning, blah, 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 blah. And there was this gay kid on there, yeah? And he, he used to get picked on at first, yeah? Uh, people used to be on his case. And then, and then I took him into my wing, yeah? I said, listen, there's one of my lads, yeah? It stops there. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. And then his confidence came out, and then he was being... Campus fuck, right? Yeah. Because he can't be campus fuck because then he was being his natural self. 
Right. Because I let him do that. Mm-hmm. And, but he loved it, yeah? <laughs> but I thought, why not, you know? <laughs> fucking why not? I just do what the fuck you want. Why not, know? man? Yeah. Fucking hell. That's good that you... And, uh, um... Anyway, him. He got camp, yeah? He was all camp and this and that. And uh, but Durham jail, it's a remand jail. It's a holding jail, yeah? Mm. Until you have to get to another jail. Yeah. And so he had to go to Accrington. So his transfer coming. And he goes, no. He goes, no, I don't want to go. Because then he's got to go through the same process all over again. Right? And he went, no, no, no. So he barricaded himself in his cell. Fucking hell. Locked himself in. Boom, boom, boom. And the screws, yeah, they came to me. Open me up now. Listen, can you go and speak to him? Yeah, because he won't go on a transfer. He says he's gonna burn his cell down. Blah blah blah. I went right, okay. So I went up, yeah, and then I, and I spoke to him. He went, no, he went, chat. I'm happy here with you. Blah blah blah. If I go there, I'm gonna get beat up and spat on and this and that. I went, no, you won't. I said, I know somebody in that jail, and I did. And Garrett, he was like a top kid from Gateshead. I said, he's there. I said, I'm going to write him a letter. So I wrote him a letter saying, my man is coming up there. Take care of him. And boom, and he did, yeah? Wow. As soon as he went up there, the kid, he went, wow. He he goes, I met Anth, and he's told me, boom, he's going to look after me here. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You don't get that, you know? You don't. You very you rarely get, get that. that. <laughs> it's such a cutthroat environment. It's just like survival of the fittest, Yeah, it's all it? dogs. It's full so of dogs. So for you to do that and step up, and that's, that's fucking brave, man. Yeah. Big heart, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. All these drugs around you then in the Spanish prison, uh, are you staying sober? How's it, how's it working for you? Uh, jail, the only drugs I took inside were heroin and weed, yeah? Weed. Have you done heroin before prison? Because a lot of people go no, to prison, no. and that's where they start the heroin. That's where you start it, yeah. yeah. But I think heroin is a jail drug. You don't need to take that on the out, you know, because if you take it on the out, there's something wrong. Because yeah. uh, heroin, it makes you escape a little bit, you know. It's Is that like, why you did it for the first yeah, time in there? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to escape, and that's the only time I felt happy there, the first. Yeah. Because I was away with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just fucking boom, smoked it. I didn't inject. I smoked it, and it's good. But it's bad as well, you know. You don't eat, shrinks your stomach. And the come downs are fucking killers. But at the time, it's all good, you know. And did you deteriorate over time for a little bit? Losing yeah. Weight and stuff? Three months, I was like 16 and a half stone. I went in, I went down to about 12 and a half stone. Four stone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I was a proper baghead, man. Yeah. What What enabled you to pull out of that? I had to sort myself out. It was uh, the year 2000, the millennium year, mm-hmm. 1999. December the 31st, and I was fucking locked up on smack, and I was thinking, I never thought I would be here on this date. Yeah. I went, uh, you always think, okay, I'm going to do this and do that, I'm a linear. I went, here I am, looking at 10 year, I'm 12 stone, full of smack. My wife left me, the coppers have took 100 grand off me. Uh, chances are everybody else is here got, has got AIDS. I have fights with them, chances are I've got AIDS. I never thought I'd be here. Yeah. Growing up, how did you fucking get into crime in the beginning? Got into crime? Uh, right. The first criminal fucking thing I did was like I wasn't even meant to do it. Uh, it wasn't even meant to happen. My, 
bit of a long story, yeah, but my sister had like an arranged marriage. Yeah. Sister arranged marriage. He was gay. Uh, from Telford, we were from Newcastle. They just blagged our family into arranged marriage to get gold offers, this and that. And then they said that my sister's a lesbian and they kicked her out on the fucking street and didn't give her a passport, didn't do nothing, just so he wouldn't have to get married again and then he could carry on with being gay. But you don't need to ruin another girl's life in this no, year. And uh, that's what they fucking did. I was 21 at the time, my sister was... 20 a year younger than me were you big back then like no 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 normal boy you know a normal boy 20 year old boy and uh this was my first criminal sort of major fucking incident and uh anyway they won't give us stuff back so i went down initially with a mate and we smashed the house up smashed the windows but they were but they were away in india at the time so boom still didn't get nothing back and we arrived so we're gonna go down again yeah. So we went down again, but they had a Porsche and a Mercedes outside, outside the house, semi-detached. So we capped the locks on them, boom, rags in the fucking tank, dosed them. We set them both alight. He did one, I did one, and we just fucking ran up the fucking road. But there must have been a lot of peril in the fucking tanks because the cars just went bang, bang, and then set fire to the fucking house. Set fire to the house, and the kids were in it, and the family was in it. But they all escaped. <laughs> they all escaped. But they thought I did that on purpose. But oh. I didn't. Oh. But that's how it all started. <laughs> it's all through an accident. Yeah. Yeah. So did you end up doing time for that one? No. First offence? No. I got done for a fray. They didn't go to the feds on that one. What's that even mean, a fray? A fray got, no. I got charged with a fray with them first. That was like a fight in a street. Street fight? Yes. First, and but when I did that, they didn't even go to the police. Yeah. No, because they're scared I want to fucking burn them down, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And the feds are listening, I made that one up, baby. (laughs) 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 I've got alibis on that anyway. It's all good. (laughs) What led up then to you getting involved in international smuggling? Right. I was a doorman, steroids I used to sell, small time, small time at first. Which city, doorman in? Newcastle. Okay. Yeah. I just used to go abroad, Spain, Greece, here and there, blah, 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 Turkey, bring back, and and the market was big time, you know, so, and Pakistan is the cheapest place in the world, because nobody wants to do business with Pakistan. The Taliban, Al-Qaeda, everybody everybody stays away. Well, danger. But shit there is so cheap Hmm. for anything. For steel, for plastics, for pharmaceuticals, for anything you want. Pakistan's a country, you know? Mm. But people are scared to go there. Because they might get fucking kidnapped or shot away. But I didn't give a fuck, you know? So I just thought, <laughs> so I just thought listen, I'm going to go to the cheapest place in the world. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if you do it, you got to do it right, haven't you? Yeah, but yeah. you just jump on a plane, or do you actually know someone there? No, I didn't know fucking nobody. I had, to, <laughs> I had to pretend I was a Pakistani as well. Get, get you had to pretend you was Pakistani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give myself a pack name. It's a nat. Jet Khan. Jet uh, Khan. Jet Khan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but then I got links with the chief of police, Karachi, the chief narcotics officer, Karachi Airport. He said, I can bring anything through I want in a case, 100 pound a suitcase. You want anything you fucking want. All right, before we get to that, yeah. you land in fucking Karachi. <laughs> yeah. You don't know anyone. 
fucking one of the most dangerous places to be doing yeah. these kind of yeah, deals. Yeah. How do you go about your first deal? Uh, we just look for prostitutes. Prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> if you talk to prostitutes, listen, prostitutes and that have have a, a lot of information. Yeah, and they will tell you the truth. Yeah. Where yeah. did you find the prostitutes? In uh, Paradise Hotel. Paradise Hotel. Where else? <laughs> Uh, where else? Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> but really it was down market. Yeah, it was down. It was fucking downtown. Chateau. It was on eight floors, and the eighth floor was all brass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brass, brass and empty rooms. And when I was doing it there, I just used to book the hole in the top floor. Where were the prostitutes from? Uh, Turkey, Russia, Turkey, Russia. Probably other countries, you know, but they all used to say, oh, I'm Russian. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And how soon after you met him did you get him partying with you? Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. How did I, that work? I just got them all high as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they love me coming over, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just used to go, okay, party here. We used to have loads of tablets, this and that. Uh, GHB as well at the time. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that, yeah. That, yeah. But by then, yeah. before 9 11, you could take all this on an airplane. Yeah. Remember in the bottle? We yeah, used to take yeah. a two litre bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just getting fucked up for a fortnight on that. Yeah. But you could take that on a flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant back in the day. But anyway, <laughs> and then we all used to get fucked up and volume, this drink, new band. I used to get all the brass fucked up. The madam hated me because I used to get them all wasted, you know? Yeah. And then they weren't capable of working. <laughs> and you were banging them, what, like two or three at a time? <laughs> at one point? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all free flow. Was it, was it the one? <laughs> it's all free flow. Free flow, bro. You've got the whole floor. Yeah, it's all free They've flow. They've got another floor. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was the one in particular that you took a shine to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophia, yeah. Was she claiming Russian? Uh, she was uh, <coughs> Romanian, I think. Yeah. She was, yeah. She was a nice girl, though, you know? What she looked like? Oh, like uh, Sophia Loren type. Yeah. Oh. Back in the day. Yeah. I was so surprised that she was a prostitute, you know? Yeah. She was yeah. beautiful. I used to tell her, what the fuck are you doing this for? Yeah. She goes, in my country, we can't do nothing else. Really? Yeah. She had bad teeth, though. Yeah. But that's because the water in Romania is shit, you know? Is it? Yeah. The water, there's no fluoride in the water. Yeah. They're beautiful on the outside, but you look at the teeth, they're fucked up. Yeah. So that was only the minor point in it. Right. But she can always get her teeth in it <laughs> if you marry her. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Craziest sexual experience in, in Karachi. Right, okay. This is bad, yeah? That's <laughs> what we want. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> I was there with this bird, yeah. Okay, I was there with this bird. Uh, I brought her over as a mule, right? She was going to take her bag back. She was going, Nikki. We were on the eighth floor, and we were just fucking fucked and wrecked. And uh, I think it was about five in the morning. And then everybody starts to pray outside, right? And they all get on the roofs of the hotels or the roofs of the houses because they're all flat. Yeah. And they point towards Mecca. Yeah. But my hotel, yeah? They were all pointing towards me. I'm on the eighth floor, and all these people are like, like that, and I'm just high as fuck, right? And I'm just fucking, then I'm, I go by the window, and 
a look at this, there were massive windows there. So I stood in a chair, and they were all looking at me, yeah? and I told a bird to come over here, suck my cock in front of all these people. <laughs> 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 They're praying, right? I know it's a big insult, yeah, I might get all the hate mail after this, yeah. But it's all good guys, it's all good guys. Yeah, I was high, man, I was high, man. Give me a break on this. But I thought they were praying for me. <laughs> so I told her to come suck my cock, yeah? So she was sucking my cock in the window, and all these people could see at the bottom. Fucking hell, that's man. Wow, that's what a, a bad story. Be. What a story. How did the prostitutes hook you up with the dealers? <clears throat> no, they just told me who's cool and who's not cool, where to go and where not to go, what areas are good, blah, 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 yeah. uh, who works with the police, all that sort of shit, you know? So where did you go? Uh, firstly, we were just going small time. Small time people where they told me to go, but they just, they only had like a few ampules. 10 to 15, I said, listen, I want to buy 50,000, mm. you know? Mm. I don't want to buy 10 and 15. Mm. The brass and that, you know, they're all a bit fucking thick anyway, yeah? But they put me in the right track, sort of. Anyway, these people said, contact this factory, we, we tried to bribe the organ factory, what makes it in Pakistan, mm. but he wouldn't take a bribe, you know? Mm. Which is very unusual. And uh, so we hooked up with these other guys, and they have the pill market on lockdown. They have every, like, uh, hard, hard drug pill. Rufnopol, Valium, Diazepam, you know, the full... Yeah. Tim Jesus, you get in jail, Subitex, you know, the full spectrum of hard drugs, yeah? Mm -hmm. Had it all on sale, any amount you wanted. And they disguised it for me as vitamin B12. Mm -hmm. Put it in the tubs, boom, packaged everything, done everything fucking right. But that was only afterwards I met this other guy. Because he did my first lot, you know, I paid him with a pawn mag. So I mean, oh, pawn mag guy. Cause yeah, yeah. That was that was fucking skill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell that story. How you, how story. You, you had the kids doing the packing and everything. Right. Okay. First time round, packing was a fucking job. Yeah. We had fifty thousand ampules. There was like one ampule in one case. We had to take everyone out and pack six into a fucking box, and there's fifty thousand. Anyway, listen to me, I thought, fuck this, I thought I'd rather be getting my cock sucked here, yeah. So let's just fucking, <laughs> let's just sort some out, yeah. yeah. So then we hooked up with this guy and taxi driver, he went, I'll sort of you. All right, okay. But I gave him a porn mug, right? Men only. Men only is a good one, you know. And uh, I gave him that classy mug, he went, wow. Because you can't get that in Pakistan, you know. You can't get any sort of porn, porn material there. And oh wow, so what he did, he took it to his village and got up all the boys in the street, about 25 boys, and he had all the packages there. And he went, right, there was loads of boxes here, about 25 boxes, oh, yeah. He went, right, do one box, and he goes, I'll show you the first page. So he opened the first page, and all the boys were like, okay. They'd never seen a white, naked white woman before in their lives. <laughs> right, listen to me. Imagine what that's like, you know? It's heaven in it. It'd be heaven in it. <laughs> I know what it was like when the first time I see <laughs> I used to make do with the catalogs. Cracking catalogs. <laughs> but, they, but they were they were all right in the day, you know. They fucking you know, they'd done the job. But anyway, these yeah. He showed my page, boom, they just packed the box perfect, bam. Next page, they packed the next box. He got it all done on the same night, and I paid him, wow, I paid him about a week's wages. Mm. <clears throat> but he got a job 
job done through a porn magazine. Mm -hmm. This is what it needs to be like in the UK, where children work like that. <laughs> you know? Not internet and fucking iPads and fucking iPhones, yeah? <laughs> fucking porn mag. You can get the whole fucking... You'll get everything fucking done with a porn mag. Why isn't it like that here? <laughs> Spoiled, yeah. <laughs> spoiled <the> fuck. <laughs> so you're rising up through the ranks of these local suppliers. You said one big guy now has got it all locked down. In the beginning, you're out there on your own? No. You're bringing them back? And then no, you're no, no. The, I worked with my two cousins first, yeah. Cousins? I worked with two cousins, yeah. Second cousins. Uh, Dorman as well from Middlesbrough at the time. And, uh, but we had fallen out over money and other issues. And so we just... They decided to do their thing, and I decided to do my thing. So it was all cool. Yeah. So you got other meals to come yes, over. Yes, yes. I used to pay them £1,000 and pay for all expenses, flights, right. hotel, everything else. And how long now is it you're doing business over there before trouble hits? And how did you corrupt the local police chief? The police chief? Check this one out. I was on my floor, yeah? Nobody else was allowed to come, but then... Hotel manager goes, listen, the chief of police, he wants some brass. I know you booked the whole floor. I know you booked the whole floor, but he's the chief of police. I'm like, right, okay. He went, uh, he's going to come to your room because you're the head honcho. I'm like, right, okay. Came there. I'm like, right, okay, this and that. Chief of police, and he came with two others, and uh, they were looking at us all, yeah, and me and my two cousins. and But they were talking in Urdu, yeah, and I couldn't understand and they said about me, yeah, and they went, Chet looks like a packy, but the other two don't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, suspect of it, yeah, right? <laughs> but they were cool with me. And they went, uh, and they went, right, listen, and then some brass come in, they went, you're like a fit guy, you know, you look like the rock, blah, 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 all right, okay. And they went, uh, we'll pay for you, yeah, and we want you to fuck a brass in front of us. You know, like a show, yeah? Sex show. Normally I'd say, yeah, yeah, okay? Because I like shit like that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but then, <clears throat> but I knew their plan was to see if my cock circumcised or not. Right. Which will prove on the pack, you know. Oh, so, crafty right, bastard. Yeah, yeah. Cock was on it. <laughs> Is he strapped up as well? They got weapons. Well, yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah. But uh, anyway... I set the brass on. I come on, baby, let's go, yeah? Okay, they want to pay. But she was going, no, 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 no. I ain't going to do that in front of people. And I knew she'd say that, yeah? So I called the bluff, this and that. Then he went, okay, we believe you. Sit with us. And then he gave me a lumber hash. Mm. The chief of police gave me a lumber hash. Yeah. I thought it was a setup at first, yeah? Mm. Uh, so I'm right, okay, cheers, yeah? But we smoked a joint on that with him. He smoked it, I smoked it. Bam, 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 and he gave me a lump. But I hid it in a plant pot outside the room. Mm. I didn't tell him my room, just in case. He's yeah. the fucking consoler. But he didn't, you know? Yeah. He didn't. And then on another night, we were driving around Karachi town, looking for more brass and drink and this and that. And we got stopped by the military police. They're bastards. Taxi driver goes, fuck them, yeah? Just pay them what they want because they'll just fucking nick you. They come out with fucking guns, yeah? I'm right, you out with the fucking car and all this. But I was pissed, yeah? I'm like, fuck you, man. I mean, I'm British, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that sounds for in Karachi. They'll go fucking lovely. You're British now. They go, oh, I love this one. 
I said, I'm British. Yeah, I went, chief of police, here's his card. Anyway, they phoned him and they went, right, okay, apologies. And they oh, let me go. shit. Fucking hell, Tom man. Boy, gave Save me hash. Ass right there. Gave me hash and that. Yeah. Pull me out. Yeah. So if you've got all the local authorities locked down, yeah. how did this go wrong? Go wrong, I got grassed in England. Uh, grassed in England? Yeah, because people knew what I was doing. They were jealous, man. Oh, you know what they're like, man. They don't like you making moves. Yeah. But I was a bit young and stupid then. I, You know, I did used to brag. Yeah. Yeah, I did used to brag. Dollar here, dollar there. Say I'm fucking king of Karachi. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, did they, <laughs> who did they grass to and which police agency ended Interpol. up? Interpol. Interpol. Interpol, yeah. Interpol were tracking my flights. Uh, that's international police, you know, they're fucking full level, top level. Uh, the same boys were in Osama's case, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Brother Osama. <laughs> So if you're, <laughs> if you're going from England yeah. to Karachi, how's this uh, ending up in Spain? Because I had to do a diversion because I lost a load in Newcastle. And so I went through, uh, we did a dummy run through Barcelona. Lost a load in Newcastle? Yeah. What, what happened there first? What happened there was we were changing Amsterdam. Our cases were late in coming. Mm. We all landed, me and the two mules, and they said our cases on the next flight. I just thought, fuck. And when the cases landed, I asked if my cases were there. They went, yes, but we've had a look what's inside. They went, if you come to claim these, you're going to get arrested. And right, fair enough. So I was on their radar now, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was on their radar. The packs, I don't think they would say a word, you know, because they were all good guys then. Yeah. You know, they're all fucking staunch kids. Yeah. You know? Uh Stick by the word, mm. you know. If they tell you and if, if there's a job to be done, mm-hmm. boom, it's done properly. I can't fault them. And uh, but I got grass there, I got grass through people I was working with, and they said, Nah, and they didn't like the money I was making. So I told them, I did tell people I was going to come through Spain via Spain, and I think that's where I fucked up because they were tracking me down, tracking my flights, and then when I got to Barcelona. Uh, no, I didn't go to Barcelona. I went through Barcelona to Karachi on the way back. It was Karachi to Alicante. I just took loads of different one-way flights, not a return, so people know when I'm coming back, you know? It's all one-ways, yeah? So people don't fucking know what I'm doing. And it was a one-way back to Alicante, but when I landed there, they were fucking waiting for me. What did you have on you? Uh, 250,000 tablets of Valium and about 60,000 ampules of steroids. And that was the biggest ever pharmaceutical bust yeah, in the history yeah, of Spanish criminal yeah, justice. Yeah. You broke a record. Yeah, biggest man, real brave, baby. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Where did they take you right away? To a holding cell. Took me to a holding cell. Me and the two mules I was with, and but there was shit in the pants. And initially they did grass me up, saying it's all him. So they put them in a cushy cell, and I got stuck in a fucking outside fucking container for a day, a full day with no light and no food and no water. And then, and then they pulled me out to interview me. And um, they went through all my stuff. I had like an emerald ring. I had cigarettes, new towels, this and that. The police just fucking took it all. Took it, yeah? Jack. And I said, uh, do I get a receipt for that? And they just fucking laughed and put his hand on his gun. <laughs> I want to just take what the fuck he want, yeah? Uh, because I know what's happening here now, you know? I know I'm going to get screwed here. 
and they went, they've said that you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And I went, I ain't saying fuck all. I went, it's personal use. I went, I can't sleep. <laughs> That's why I need a quarter minute. <laughs> did you call them, snitch you out and get a free ride in the end? Say that again? Your co-defendants, did they snitch you out and, and get sent uh, home? They were like heading that way, yeah? But people told them that if you grass in Spain, you don't get anything off your sentence. You don't. You're still, you're still going to do the fucking jail. You just get some extra yeah. conjugal visits. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were they were told you're gonna get it anyway, so it's pointless. Yeah, you. So we all worked together, and I paid their legal fees as well. Yeah, legal and benefits. And we all got the fucking, and then we all got the same sentence. So from that first <coughs> holding cell, yeah, where did they take you next? We were in that holding cell, and then they took us to the temporary jail for three days. What was it like in there? Ah, uh, shit. It was just fucking, I didn't know what what was going to happen. Uh, I was told I was going to get bail, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm thinking it's only Valium. In England, it's class C drug, you know, mm-hmm. two-year maximum. But over there, it's not, you know, it's class A, it's heavy. But I didn't realise any of this. And uh, people telling me, wow, you, you're going to get it stuck up your ass. Other people saying, you, you'll get bail if you pay. I didn't know what was fucking happening. So I was there for two or three days. Uh, Michelle and Harry were there the two guys I got nicked with and I was telling them listen let's all work together let's all stay cool blah 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 you know and we'll try and get through this so and then from there we got took to Foncalent Foncalent they took me to Moodle 4 Cate because they thought I had money and because I thought I looked dangerous so this is like Supermax uh, equivalent yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Interpol have said you know he's like a, you know he's a heavy figure Keep them fucking locked down. So they put me, cat A, and they put the other two in sort of normal wings. What was your first day in the cat A like? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, we went in, we got loused. Yeah? <laughs> we got loused first and uh, had to get washed, put these overalls on, get loused. Uh, but to tell you the truth, I just thought I was going to be there for few days I thought I'd get bail you know I'm bound to get bail here uh, so I think okay I'll ride it you know I'll ride it uh, but it didn't work out that way there's no fucking bail going down you're just going to jump bail if you got it well fucking yeah, yeah. if I got bail I ain't, I ain't coming back to nine stretch yeah did you have a cellmate in Supermax no uh, we all get our own cells there yeah because we're considered dangerous so we're not allowed to share with anybody else how big was the cell what was in it the cell by eight by by eight by four foot concrete slab. Uh, that's your bed, but then you get a sponge on top of that, and then we get given sheets to put on top. Uh, but there's no heating. Winter's cold as fuck. The windows are all smashed, holes in them. Summer's okay, you know. But even then, you get mosquitoes in. You get bit the fuck. Uh, initially, I thought. Half the people there had AIDS, right? Uh, mosquitoes are going in, biting AIDS people, taking AIDS blood, and I'm thinking, and then they're jumping on fucking me, yeah? Can, can I get AIDS that way? But they said no, because the mosquito sucks up, it doesn't put it back. Mm, right. Yeah. And what about the meals? What kind of food are they giving you? Oh, the food was bollocks, man. 
uh, fucking shit, fucking stew, fucking Spanish, fucking chorizo sausage, paella, but fucking just shite grease. grease. It was fucking man, yeah, and the meat. They used to get the meat uh, out of the freezers, stick it on the floor, and the rats used to eat it. When we got the meat, you could see all the teeth marks of the rats in the fucking oh. meat. Yeah, man. Still ate it, though. Still ate it, bad boy. Because it was the top security, were you allowed out yourself? Did you get for any kind of recreation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we were allowed out. Uh, we opened up, I think, about half eight. Breakfast, and then we're out until about 12.30. And then bang up for siesta until half three. No, siesta until about four o'clock. And then from four till seven. You're allowed out and then bang up again. And who were the first prisoners to approach you and explain how things work? Fucking nobody. Uh, Carlo, I asked him, you know. But you just get you just get used to the drill, you know. Yeah. Boom, when they open you up, boom, okay, you do that, you do that, do that. It's just a fucking boom. The routine, man, the same shit every day. Yeah. But apart from the fact that I, we're dealing with fucking the loads of psychopaths where I was. They were fucking mental, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. How many altercations did you have? Oh, loads, man. Uh, fucking loads. What was the first one? First one, I stabbed somebody in jail. Uh, well, he wanted to stab me because there was this guy, he came on the wing. I said to Carlo, he was crying, he was sat on the floor. I said, uh, and I said to him, yeah. Then I couldn't speak Spanish, yeah. And so I said, oi. So I said to Carlo, ask him what's wrong. And he goes, what's wrong? He goes, uh, Juan, the top gypsy, uh, taxed him of his pills. Volume everybody gets here because they just give you that to keep everybody fucking calm. He taxed him of his pills. And I went, right, okay. I went, who? And then he went, him over there. But I was just new then. I was only there about a fucking week or so. And I didn't know how things went down, you know. I didn't know who the gypsies were or if he's the king of the gypsies or what the fuck he is. Yeah? So I said to him, he had long hair, yeah? Tallish kid, dark skin. And I said, uh, listen, have you just taxed him? And then he goes to me, uh, yeah, what the fuck's I got to do with you? I went, fucking everything. I went, let's go in the showers, yeah? I was thinking it's a fist fight, yeah? Because I thought I'd knock this cunt out straight away. <laughs> but it wasn't a fist fight, yeah? We went in the fucking showers, and then he pulled out a shiv. And then uh, Carlo was with me, but he carried a knife with him all the time. So he just gave me his knife here and here, take this. And shock mode happening. I don't know what the fuck was going on, really. Yeah? I don't know. Do I try and hit him or do I fucking stab him or what? Yeah? I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do, yeah? But anyway, he fucking lunged at me. He caught me. But, but I moved out of the way. But instantly, I just fucking stuck him, yeah? It was only one little stick. But he went out of and then he was dropping his ass. So I thought, all right, fuck. And Carlo goes, right, give me the knife. Took the knife off me. He said, right, you walk the yard. So then I just walked the yard. So he got, he, then he got took outside the hospital. He got took outside. Nothing more was fucking said. He, he didn't grasp me, blah, blah, blah. So I thought it was all cool. And then uh, about six months afterwards, I was training in my gym bit. Uh, I washed my face in the sink. After training, I was bent over. And then I felt a thud in my back. Bang, yeah. It didn't feel like a fucking boom, a stabbing it. It felt like a thorn. I just turned around 
And then he was stood there with his fucking shank, yeah? And uh, blood on the end of it. So I just went, bang! Gave him one, knocked him on his ass. And then, and then I felt the pain, you know? Oh, he just stuck me here. And uh, so I went to Carlo, then he went, right, okay. Just say, this has happened. He fell on something. I went, right, okay. So he told me what to say. I said, I can't speak Spanish, so he said it for me, just to clear me of that. And uh, he got took away. He got put in an outside hospital uh, because I hit him fucking, I hit him good, like. And he got took away. I did. It stitched me up and I came back, but he didn't come back. Because I think the screws knew, you know. So they probably thought, right, okay, don't put him back in there. Where does he get the metal from and how do you make the knives? Oh, you can get everything in there. I've seen everything in there. Uh, fuck knows how they're getting. The screws probably bring them in. Or, or you can throw them over the walls and that as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because that's an old jail, you know? You can mm -hmm. fucking throw things in the wall on the night time and the people know in the morning you go pick it up. Drugs are all done as well over the fucking with a battery. Yeah. A battery wrapped up, you put the money in it, you put a note in it, shoom, fling it over in the next wing. Did you have your own knife at some point? Uh, my knife, no. I never had a knife, yeah. I thought, uh, if I needed one, I could get one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to do it. You know me, yeah, I just want to get the fuck out of there. You know, I ain't there for the long haul, yeah. I just wanted to get the fuck out. I just wanted to, like, boom, try, try and keep my head down. Yeah. As much as I can. And, but I don't want to fucking be stabbing people and getting there 10 years. I don't want to be end up like the fucking rest of the shit in there, you know? Were you in any more knife fights? Knife fights in jail? No, that was my only knife fight in jail there. But I've had knife fights outside of jail, yeah. 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 Any good stories on those? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anything uh, you can talk about? <laughs> let's save that for the next one. <laughs> let's save that for the next one. But uh, uh, machete fights, yeah. Machetes, chainsaws, holding guns, yeah. Closing people down. Yeah. Closing yeah. other pimps down. And the gangsters, racketeers, yeah. Going back to the Sp um, Spanish prison then. Yeah. Fist fights, was it then, from then on out? Well, yeah, but it was like um, basic, you know? Uh, I just just knock him out fucking with one punch. Yeah. But there was this one guy who I had a fight with, a Russian kid, Chev he was called, yeah? He thought he was part of the Russian mafia, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he thought he was a tough kid. He had his fucking hand in a fucking... Plaster in a cast. He come over from Moodle One. He knocked somebody out there. Came over hours, and uh, he thought it was a tough cunt. Blah blah blah. Uh, but then I used to have the bag in my gym bit, and then he got the gloves off the screws. And he said, uh, "But you're supposed, if you get the gloves, you're supposed to take them back, right?" Mm. Anyway, he used a bag and he just put the gloves on the floor. And it's my job to keep everything clean here. Yeah? So I went, "Listen, take the gloves and give them, and give them back the screw." He goes, uh, you take him back. I'm like, oh, fuck him. What do you mean I take him back? I'm not your fucking servant, yeah? I mean, you asked him for him, so take him fucking back. And he goes, no. All right. Tomorrow here, 10 a.m. We'll have a fight for it, yeah? Gloves on. He goes, right. Anyway, word got out, yeah? And the whole wing was taking bets, right? <laughs> <laughs> the gypsies and the spicks were on my side. The gypsies and Spanish were on my side, but he had... The Germans and the Russians on this side. And uh, 
the in-betweeners stayed outside sort of thing, yeah, but the gypsies were on mic, you know, they were all behind me, yeah, give me the shoulder rub on Anyway, the screws knew about the fight, yeah, so we put the gloves on, yeah, and what we said was that we were going to do this, we were just going to have, like, it's not got rounds, it's not got rounds, we only stop if a screw comes in, and then we got to stop. So we went, right, okay. So we started off, yeah, but he was tall, he was tall, kickboxing type, but we... But we said it's American boxing only, yeah? Hands only. And, uh, but he couldn't fucking t- take my power. I pushed him up against the wall. Bang, body shot on him. Uppercut. And then uh, the screws were all fucking looking, yeah? So we went, stop, stop, stop. So we all stopped. We all stopped. And then uh, screws went. A Russian kid, yeah, he wasn't that happy, yeah? And then uh, because he took the plaster of his fucking wrist, yeah? And you could tell he couldn't really use his hand properly. So anyway... Uh, boom, they went there, boom, got him again, bang, bang, bang him, and then uh, he turned around, yeah, turned around, he went like that, went on one knee, on the floor, went like that, so I just smashed him on his bad hand, yeah, and I brought his hand again, I brought his wrist again, and he starts to scream, yeah, and he's all right, that's an illegal shot, and went, there's nothing illegal in the can, baby, <laughs> they ain't no legal shots they are the fuck are you kidding me because they wanted all bets off you know because he went down on one knee and he surrendered I went nah so I just smashed him wow <laughs> yeah how, how long did it take for you to get sentenced from your arrest for about nearly two years and what was it like going back and forth to court and shit no I didn't go back and forth to court I think all he went once yeah the Spanish system there it's not like here no. It's all fucked up, man. It's yeah. all fucked up, yeah. There, if you like, uh, for burglaries, yeah, like here you get like, if you do five five burglaries, yeah, you might get one year, 18 months, two year, one year, but they run c- concurrent. So you only do the biggest sentence, which is two year. In Spain, everything consec. Right. So if you get done for 10 burglaries, there's some people there doing 25 years for burglary, you know? And then they're in with people like all what I've talked about. And they're sharing needles. Game over, it. In the book, I read a story about a murderer and he got time added on for burning the body. What was his story? Oh, yeah. Another Carlo. He was a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him, yeah. What happened there was uh, he had this girlfriend. Uh, she still used to come and visit, but she was still had another boyfriend in the out, yeah. But he thought... She hasn't, but he was doing a life sentence. I went, listen, yeah, you got to leave these girls alone, man. Yeah, you got to move on. Went, she ain't going to wait for you. He goes, no, she will, she will, because I took the blame on the murder. I went, I went, listen, I went, listen, baby, it don't work like <laughs> But anyway, anyway, yeah, what happened with him? He had this girl, they went to this party, they went to this party. Uh, the host of the party was flirting with his girlfriend. She flirted back. And he's been secure, and his girlfriend was fit. I seen photos of she's fit as fuck, proper fucking proper go. And uh, he was flirting with her, blah blah blah. He didn't like it, and then it come to the end of the night, and something happened, and the host told Carlo to leave, but not his girl to leave, right? So he thought, right, that's my girlfriend. You're telling me to get out of your house, but not my girlfriend. So there was a bottle of vodka there. A litre bottle, and he just hit him over the fucking head with it. Mm. Hit him over the head with it, but it killed him. Mm. Killed him. And then they both shit their pants. It was him, his girl, and their fucking dead host. So they went right. They panicked, 
And so they got the body, drove it out to the fucking, drove it out of the mountains and they burnt the body. And they got caught in the end. But he took all the blame, didn't say she was there or nothing, yeah? Saved her, thinking she's going to stick by him, but it don't go down like that. N never, never do anything like this. <laughs> yeah. Let her take the fucking blame, that's what I say. <laughs> anyway, so he took the fucking blame. He got 30 year for the murder and another 10 year for burning the body. Fucking hell, wow. I don't know how that works. He's already dead. Not <laughs> <laughs> again, another 10 year for burning the body. You said you said you fought some guy uh, who had AIDS. How did you end up fighting those dudes? Yeah. They were like uh, bully people. They used to just take the piss out of people. Take the piss out of people who are new over drug debts. You know, uh, they only owed him 2,000 pesetas or something, 10 pounds or whatever, and uh, they would smash him up and take proper liberties on him. And these people I didn't like, you know, so I confronted them, and I did bash him, and my hands are all cut there. Mm. And that's through AIDS fucking teeth, you know? Yeah. So I thought I had AIDS. Yeah. Uh, because my hands were cut, and I've got their blood on me. Yeah. But I got know. checked twice, you know, and I said, I'm yeah. all clear. Wow. Yeah. What I thought I had AIDS, you know? Yeah. I thought I was done there. I thought I was finished. What about escapes? Anyone trying to escape? Yeah. Karim. Karim the Egyptian. He was top kid. He was uh, like a ghost. He was doing nine year for cocaine, but he was a big time dealer from Portugal. Connections all over. And he got done for a few key of cocaine. And he used to be in charge of the little shop at the corner. Uh, the corner of the jail there, you could buy the basics, shampoo, water, just bullshit like that, fags, shit like that. Anyway, there was a fridge there that wasn't working against this fucking wall. And he said to me, listen, yeah, after a few weeks, he said, listen, I'm going to escape. Am I right? And he goes, yeah. He goes, look at this. And then he moved the fridge out of the way. <laughs> and he started working on this fucking wall. He was just like, Banging away, but the bricks were soft as shit. I could take them with my thumb, you know? They were soft as shit, the bricks. And I uh, right. But anyway, his the shop, my cell, was above his shop, and he was allowed to stay there half an hour after all of us. And the screws were in the other part of jail, so he was free to do what the fuck he wanted for about half an hour. And uh, so he was free to do that shit, so he was doing all his moves. Bam, bam, bam. He used to bang, and I could hear him above my cell. Because I'd just rather go up my cell, get stoned, chill out, rather than stay downstairs and be with all the freaks, you know? I can't be fucking bothered. Because all they do is argue about drugs anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't be asked for that shit. So I'd just go to my cell and chill out. And I could hear him banging, banging. I thought, how the fuck's he getting away with this? But he was. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he goes, right, listen, check the time's come. And he did ask me, he went, apply for a job here at the shop and you can stay back with me in the extra half hour and then, and then we can make a move. Uh, but I was weighing it up, you know. I was thinking, right, it's nine year, yeah? Okay, I've got to do six. Got to do six. Uh, but he couldn't do jail, you know? He was like a high flyer. He was like a champagne Charlie kind of guy, you know? They can't handle jail. But, like, I'm, but I thought, no, I'll fucking get on with it, you know? 
Have I ever the rest of my fucking life? So I thought, no, I'll just fucking deal with it, man. Uh, thanks anyway, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, the planet didn't look that good to me. You had to fucking go through this fucking hole, and you got to run down this walkway, and there's two screws there with shotguns, pump action, so you got to avoid them two cunts, and then jump over the other fucking wall. And I thought, listen, the plan's a bit too fucking far-fetched for me, baby. And he goes, uh, he goes, right, listen, I'm going to do it anyway, yeah? But cover my ass. I went, right, I'll cover your ass. So me and Arthur, this other German kid, we staged a fight, synchronise our watches, bang on time, for 7.30 or 7.15, something like that. We synchronised the bam. That's when we start the fright, and then that's when the screws are going to land on us, so he's free to fucking run. So he gets like a head start. Uh, right, okay. Synchronise the bam, stage the fight. We're having a fucking fight over the fucking stupid fucking... Telly, yeah? <laughs> the fucking telly was a joke in itself. You couldn't even see the fucking picture. That fucking big, covered in metal, with a plastic screen all scratched, because people would be throwing things at it. <laughs> yeah. I think he wanted to watch The Simpsons or something. <laughs> and I wanted to watch The Weakest Link or something. <laughs> anyway, start this fucking fight, yeah? And uh, start this fucking fight, and yeah, boom. And then we heard, bang, bang. Well, right, he's away. And everybody fucking knew. Everybody knew in the wing. But it was a secret, yeah? You know, right, escape. Karim. They all instantly said, Karim's done one. Because the shop is next to the fucking outside wall. He got away. Boom, and the screws all fucking landed. They were right, all you lot. Fucking up. They got me now too. They knew, they knew what happened, yeah? They knew the fight was staged, blah, blah, blah. We thought we might get some repercussions, but we never. It was all right. And uh, banged us up and said, has he got away or not? The schools wouldn't say no, but we knew for a fact he did. Because if they shot him, they went, yeah, he's fucking here. They would have dragged the cunt through the yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here he is. And left him in the yard. <laughs> so he didn't resurface months, months later, are you? No, later? yeah. He resurfaced because he was owed 30 grand. In Spain, so he come back to pick up a debt. Oh, but the guy oh, who we owed the money to, he grasped him up. Oh, he knows on the idiot, run, man. yeah. <sighs> and, uh, and then he was back again. I seen him. I thought, carry him what the fuck. And he looked at me. But then he was double cut in now because of the double cut in side, where there was serial killers and people from from Etta, which is the Barcelonian, you know, the uh, similar to the IRA. Yeah. They want their own. Is that the Basque section? Catalonian, yeah, them, yeah. 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 And they're dangerous. They're who who would you say were the most dangerous people you encountered in the prison uh, system? The most dangerous are the ones Giorgio, Manolo, they've killed police. They've killed police. Shoot out to the police, yeah, took police hostage, fucking killed them, really? shot them in the head, and that, yeah. Oh, ruthless yeah. motherfuckers yeah. they were part of that terrorist organisation no yeah. these are just fucking freelance why did they and end Lolo, up in, doing that to the police because <coughs> they were robbing banks robbing banks and robbing banks yeah the police are landing and they're taking coppers hostage wow yeah taking them hostage man there was Giorgio had one count there was four of them he was from Argentina they robbed banks in Argentina and they killed a few people there so he fucked off to Spain yeah on the run and they robbed this fucking bank, he said, and uh, four of them, he went, Phew. the feds were all outside, he went, 
The four just said, boom, let's just go down fighting. So the four just went out, yeah, bam, 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 bam. They killed six coppers, though, but three of his mates died, and he was the only one alive, yeah? yeah? But he got shot six times, and then they kicked him to fuck in the back of the man. Oh, yeah, he tortured him, yeah. yeah. He's got permanent limp now, and uh, but he got fucked up, but they killed his three mates, but they killed six of them. So prison in America is the biggest house of the mentally ill. Did you come across many mentally ill, like really crazy people in there? Yeah. yeah. Rapists and uh, child killers, you know? Well, They're all a bit crazy, aren't they? Weren't they getting dealt with by the prisoners? Uh, <laughs> some and some not. Some and some not, yeah. Some and some not. The dangerous ones not. Yeah. People just fucking scared of them. Really? Because some of these people are fucking dangerous men, you know? Yeah. They're dangerous fucking men, and yeah. they will fucking slit your throat. Yeah. Uh, but them ones, you see, uh, okay, you're picking on that fucking rapist, so why don't you do nothing with that rapist, you know? Yeah. Like me, I don't really get involved in that, tell the truth, because that's for the low life scum mm -hmm. of the jails, yeah? The better heads, they just leave that to the shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, but paedophilia is another thing, you know? It's like uh, you're born with that. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't like wake up and think, all right, okay, I think I want to fuck a kid today, you know? Yeah. No, you know, it don't work like that. This is like, you're born with it and it's so difficult to deal with. You're very fucking difficult to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any people in there that you were scared of? That I was scared of? No, no. Um, wary of, yeah. Mm. I was wary. Minimise your exposure to them. Yeah, yeah. Kind of wary of them, but it's all psychology, you know? Yeah. you got to find out who the top heads are. Yeah. And if you come across as a threat or a danger, they will acknowledge that as well. And then yeah. they will give you a little bit of respect and then you give them that back. Yeah. And then you have a mutual understanding. And then you both just sort of ride together. You don't really, like, I won't cross into his shit and he won't cross into my shit. Because mm -hmm. I don't really want to mess with him and he don't want to mess with me. It's pointless. You yeah. know? Jail's fucking hard enough anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it goes down. Unless you're a bully and pick on the weak, yeah, which is what a lot of people do, you know? What jail's about, picking on the weak. It sounds like you've got a really powerful punch. Do you credit, is that a natural thing or from training or both? Uh, well, I've got big hands, man. Yeah. I've big, heavy hands, man. Yeah. It's all technique. Mm -hmm. Tyson's my idol, you know? Yeah. How he moves, mm -hmm. the body's strapped, yeah. Did you watch Tyson recently on Joe Rogan podcast? No. Did a good interview on that. Was, oh, yeah, that did was, he? That was good. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link to right, it. Right, go on then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're in the Supermax level. Did you work your way down to lower levels? Well, right in Spain? No. No. Cut it all the way through. All the way through, Supermax? All the way through, man. So you got, like, restricted, like... Everything. It was fucking... Restricted. People used to say, our oh, wing was fucking terrible. But I liked it. Yeah. Because you don't have to share yourself with anybody. Yeah. Everybody else, dream, there was, yeah, there was two yeah. people to sell, three people to sell. And they're sharing your razor and they've got AIDS and they've got AIDS and they're sharing your razor and shit like that. Yeah. You don't fucking need that bullshit, man. Yeah, that's something I'd have. Like Butso, one guy, Bosnian Army he was from, he was tough as fuck. He was like a fighter in the Bosnian Army. He was on uh, Moodle One. He said he fucking chinned his pad, pad mate because he used his razor. He said, I just nutted him and gave him a one two, bam, bam, knocked him out. He come to our wing, but he was there for holding prostitutes hostage. He was like a pimp, but he was like bad. Chain him up and stuff, you know? 
wouldn't allow to leave the house. I'm like, how did he get caught? He goes, one of the prostitutes was shouting out the window, help, help. <laughs> I went, fucking hell. I went, let him out on that, you know? Let him out on that, bro. <laughs> he goes, anyway, but he was ruthless, yeah? But he was in the Bosnian army. And he went, the army was shit. He went, all they do is get high all day long. He went, they do no training, they just get fucking stoned. He went, I was sick of it, so I, he goes AWOL. He goes AWOL, yeah? These two military police, boom, stopped him. Where are you? Papers, this and that. And he knew he was going to get nicked, yeah? So he goes, uh, th this and that. And then one of them, no, I think he fucking punched one of them. And then the other one took out his gun, shot him, bang. Shot him, took the gun off him, shot him, and shot the other one, and then fucked off to Spain. Fucking hell. Yeah. He showed me the bullet holes in him. He went, they didn't catch me on the murder, yeah? But, but they've got me for holding prostitutes hostage. <laughs> <laughs> but he made bail. But he made bail as well. Yeah. He had a proper lawyer. He had a proper oh, lawyer. Wow. Yeah. But he used to got loads of fucking problems, man, because he didn't give a fuck. He just used to fucking knock people out. He used to go to the library yeah. for a book and that. And he just fucking have to knock somebody out in the library. <laughs> In the fucking library. <laughs> <laughs> what would you credit getting you through the whole experience then? Right. Having faith in yourself, you know? Faith Confidence, in yeah. 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 Don't let it fuck you up. Yeah. Don't let it fuck you up, man. You're in a position, yeah? You got to think, right, okay, I'm here now. Fucking let me deal with it. Mm -hmm. Let's see what I'm made of here. Yeah. Did you have family support and stuff like that? No. Uh, I didn't get, well, yeah, my mum and dad on the phone, uh, but I didn't get no money in because I was a money lender on my wing. So I used to, yeah. I used to hustle. I used to get uh, money off them, 2,000 pesetas a week for 3,000 back on the Monday. So that was all for drugs, yeah. And I had this circle with like a few people on, for that, I used to take security, jewellery, Walkmans, anything that was worth anything, you know? And so what happened with that, they used to, like, lend off me. Boom, we'd give them the money. 2000 for three. And then on the Monday, they need to borrow that back again, right? So they would borrow another two, yeah? And then maybe another two later, and then they have to pay me back again, double. So that's how I was getting all my money. And I was flush. I had a dollar... I had Walkmans, new shoes, jewels, everything. Jewels? You got jewels in? <laughs> well, jewelry like this, you know, people, yeah. You can walk around with chains and all that. You walk around with yeah, chains yeah, and shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sex visits and jewelry. <laughs> you can wear your own clothes. You can, get, you can smoke, a, smoke a joint in the yard. Yeah. The screws are cool. It's not like jail, jail, you know? It's just like... <laughs> yeah. What was your lowest moment in the whole experience? And that one? That one. On the year 2000, yeah. Yeah. When it was the year 2000, it was going to turn 1999. And I thought, look at the state of me. Yeah. When you, when you got off yeah, the Yeah, when I was baghead. Yeah, I'm a baghead. Yeah. Fucking lost four stone. Lost my wife, lost my children. Lost Divorce papers children. came in, yeah. Fucking Divorce hell. papers came in. The cop was all the money off me. And oh, I, that must have hurt. Fucking yeah. Hell. Plus I had a few fights there. And I thought, I'm going to die here. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking die. 
Yes, you were just resolved then that you're going to probably die. That's what kept me in, you know. That's what I'm fucking and I packed in the heroin. Uh-huh. And then that's when I started smoke weed with Manolo, and that, and that gave me a better mindset. When did it go from thinking I'm going to die to seeing that you're going to get your life back? In about two or three weeks. After as, sobering up? As soon as I packed the fuck smack in here. Yeah. As soon as I packed it in and I come around and I started to train again, started to eat again. And boom. All right, let's fucking, let's fucking do this shit, man. As it's getting closer towards your release, are you getting gate fever or anything? Gate fever? No, because I got expulsion. I was expulsion. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got expelled from Spain. It came three months before my release date. He said, uh, because my brief was fucking excellent. He said, I'll be, he said, I'll try and get you expelled. And he did. He come out on the top, boom, you're expelled, but I can't enter Spain for 10 years. So I'm, I'm fucking fine with that. You got so lucky with that lawyer. So yeah. many people, that yeah, they, yeah. these lawyers come in and tell them they're going to do this and that. As soon as they get the That's money. That's what I got first. That's ya. what I got first. That's what I got first. Yeah. He filled me full of shit and I thought I was going to get bail. Two or three grand he took off me. He's come every week with the top fucking shit. Waste of time. Manolo said, you got to hook up with this guy because he's hooked up with all the judges yeah. and they take bribes. Yeah, that was a Hook up with him and he's forgiven a fucking side envelope. Boom. Yeah, I got Rick Ferd, a good um, lawyer by the New Mexico yeah, Mafia in yeah, Arizona. What was it like to get sent back? What's the? How did they send you back? Connor, or regular flight? Or? No, right, okay. They flew from Alicante to Gatwick. There was, uh, there was, there was two screws with me. What was, what, what was your last day in, in, in the prison like first? All right, okay, yeah. last day. I was like fucking uh, normal day, right? And then the top screw, yeah, he knew me. He goes, Sandu, training in the gym at the time. He goes, right, right, or what? He goes, yeah, come here. He went, you're going home. Your papers are here. I went, when? He goes, now. I went, fucking what? Yeah? <laughs> he went, you're going home. I went, fucking right. As soon as I said that, yeah, all the fucking skanks were out, yeah. Saying, right. Give me a vest, give me your shorts, give me this, give me that, give me your shoes. <laughs> so like, I gave them good stuff to my people, but I forgot I was going home to England, right? Yeah. I was that excited. I gave everything away. And I just had my shorts and my vest. <laughs> I just had my shorts and my vest. What month was it? Uh, it was like, uh, right, when I come out, February. So it's going to be cold. February. It was February. And uh, <laughs> the fucking boom. So they're going. I was that excited. I gave everything away. And I took me in the plane, handcuffed, put me at the back. Two of the fucking feds with me. Uh, got the Gatwick. Took the cuffs off me. And went, go. No money. They kept all my money and everything, yeah? Everything I had. Yeah. They just said, right, you fuck off. Yeah. So, right, okay, I'm just thankful to fuck off. <laughs> so I just fucking went with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. With shorts and a vest in February <laughs> in London. At Gatwick Airport. Uh, I phoned my dad up. Reverse the charges. I went, Dad. <laughs> I went fucking organise my train ticket or whatever. Did you think the cops were going to have a word of you on this <clears> end? Hey? <throat> Did you think the cops were going to have a no, word of you? No, 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 no. Uh, they said it's all done with. They said it's a Spanish thing. Yeah. Yeah. So where did you live then? Newcastle. Washington, yeah. On your own or with family or no, friends? family. How, how long did it take to like get your head sorted back out from that experience? Had a few breakdowns. After that, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Like nightmares, PTSD, any of that shit? Not nightmares. It was like just a breakdown, you know? Yeah. Just like getting fucked up when things get on top of you. Um, you think about what you've had and what's happened and yeah. what you've done. And it's not easy shit, you know? No, it's not. Adjusting's really fucking hard, yeah. Yeah. It's not easy shit. Yeah. But I was only out a year and a half and then... Uh, but I thought I was invincible, man. I thought I was King Kong. And yeah. I got involved with a fucking firm in Gateshead next to Newcastle and we were controlling the prostitution. Mm-hmm. And I was working with them. And top dog again. When you were in the Spanish prison and you knew you were going to get released, was your intention to try and go back to a life without crime? No. It was crime on my mind. Crime on your mind. Yeah, every yeah. day, man. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Monday to Sunday, baby. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Monday to Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So how, how, how long did it take before you got in trouble again? Fucking straight away. <laughs> straight away because I put myself in right in the fucking front line of a firm yeah. that were operating. They were already getting watched. But I didn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I really didn't give a fuck. I was doing it, controlling the prostitution, mm-hmm. and we were dealing with drugs, controlling areas. We had a big rep. We did what the fuck we wanted. Yeah. Uh, there were loads of fucking brass everywhere. Prostitutes here, that. Threesomes were regular. <sighs> Gangster life, innit? Pimp life. Was, it, was the prostitutes there as good as the uh, top floor in Karachi? <laughs> what was it called? Paradise English Hotel. <laughs> English ones are better, man. English ones are better. <laughs> <laughs> the Muslims don't like us so cocky, you know? <laughs> they don't pass me. <laughs> what made you what made you settle down and take the time out to write a book? Uh that was just um Facebook stories I put up first initially, yeah. I just put a few stories up and people said, hey, man, it's really cool, these stories. Yeah, it should be a book. And then a publisher, he got in touch with me and he said, okay, we can make a book into this. And I thought, all right. But I didn't put no money into it. And so I thought I'll give all my proceeds to charities. The charities? That I work for, yeah. Wow. What charities are you working for? Uh, I work with children who have AIDS, AIDS and HIV. That's brilliant, man. Uh, in Thailand, Cambodia, yeah. India, what's, and what's the name of the charity? Can, do you want to give it a plug or anything? No, no it's not a name of charity. Okay. It's just me. You know, it's just me. Gotcha. I like, I hand buy everything. Every yeah. penny I get, I list it on Facebook. So and so has given me this, and then when I go and buy, I everything received, I spend wow. the same amount. Hand wow. buy, you know. Yeah. Because uh, in them countries, you know, they just take, man. They just take. So you got to do your own work there. What made you just suddenly? in this gangster lifestyle wants to start giving to charity like that? Because I'm in a position to, you know? Yeah. Uh, we all should. Yeah. If you're in a position to do it, I've, I've done a lot of bad in my life. Mm-hmm. and But I've only heard the bad, you know? I don't know many good people. Mm-hmm. Good people I stay away from. It's just a bad idea with. But, uh, but I just feel, why not? You know, I need to do that. Yeah, I should do that. It's good for the soul. You know, I've got time to do that. You yeah. know, I've got time to do that, and I should do that. And I'm in a position to collect. Mm-hmm. 
because if I ask people for money, they boom, they they do give. Yeah. Whereas for like a, somebody else, if they ask, okay, you might get a pound, fifty pence, this and that. Mm-hmm. But I get some good numbers in, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get good numbers in. Yeah, on the way here, Chet, he's done a, a stretch in the UK prison system as well. We're getting close to two hours now here today. Yeah, yeah. And and Chet <laughs> said that he, he's going to be glad, you know, to come back, maybe do a part two. Can you put yeah. in the comments, can you put any questions for Chet for part two? Can you put your thoughts on what you felt about today's interview? And, you know, we, we really appreciate your support on YouTube. Now, you were also telling me that you might write a second book. I am writing a second book now. You're yeah. already writing it? Autobiography, yeah. What's that going to be this about is then? Gonna be, this could be a two-part novel, yeah? Because this I'm writing differently. I'm going to write my emotions, uh, how I felt this is from, my first thoughts at three years old up until like now. So I think it's going to be a two-part novel. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is, I've this got is a lot shorter of like, book, isn't it? This, this is just like a short prison spell. I've just wrote it how I talk. Facebook stories, you know? Yeah. Like I said, but this is going to be like a book, book, proper book. Autobiography, hardback. Is the guy who contacts you to publish, is he going to publish that for you? Um, I don't know that yet. I need to speak to a few people about that. Okay. Get the best angle on that. Because I have my own publishing company yeah. and I'd be glad right, to brilliant. publish it. Brilliant. And, and people are going to ask you to get an audio book out and to get yes. a paperback and everything come else. On, come on, come on. Yeah, so we, we could talk about that. Sure. Yeah. So what else are you doing in your life now? Now I do uh, CBD oil, yeah. <coughs> cannabis oil, alpha. My product, it's in the bag. Alpha, um, we're, we're doing a lot of good with this, you know? Yeah. We are helping a lot of people. Um, and, it, and it's amazing, you know? It's like something what the government kept away, but now they can't keep away no more, you know? And um, it's helping so many people. And it's, boom, perfect on my stack, you know? Because, uh, you know, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do this. I just need to, like communicate with people, do parcels, speak to them, tell them what they need, and then boom, excellent for me, suits me. I write about the war on drugs and researching the history of it. Yeah. You know, cannabis was made illegal in California. In the beginning, the pharmaceutical societies yeah, yeah. didn't want people to grow free medicine in their own backyards. Yeah, yeah. Then in the early 1900s, the feds made it illegal because yeah. Andrew Mellon and all these other investors invested in fledgling pharmaceuticals, oil, hemp, um, anything in competition with hemp, yeah. paper, yeah. plastics. Yeah. Yeah. So they shut it down. It took it took a hundred years now, over a hundred years for this yeah. for, for the floodgates to open. Yeah. 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 But my mum takes the CBD oil. Um, we've been getting it out of America. Um, my mum has migraines, depression, anxiety, huh. and it's really helped her yes. not have any of that stuff for months yeah, and months yeah, on end. Yeah, that's what it does. It's absolutely fantastic. And CBD yeah. oil, it's 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 low THC. It's not an illegal drug still in this no, country. You can buy yeah. it. You can get it legally. Yeah. So if people want to get your CBD oil, me, yeah. is, sure. is there a link I could put in below the yes. video? Yeah. For uh, um, you got a website for this? Yeah, we got a website, man. Uh, okay, what's the name of the website? What's the name of the website? It's a good question, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, uh, yeah, www.alphacbd.eu. Okay, we'll, we'll have that. Yeah, it's down, a good man. site. It's a good site, man. But yeah. it's only like fresh now at the minute, yeah? But we're, we're going to work on it, and we're doing a product now for pets also. Yeah. For pets. And it's all going excellent for me, you know? It's all going good now. I'm yeah. writing my book. I'm doing this. I'm away from the shit. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like to really mix with MX people anymore. Some I do, uh, but a lot I don't, you know, because they're all just fucking sort of needy, a lot of them, you know. When was the last time you took drugs? Uh, about two hours ago, <laughs> before the interview. And a joke. Quite hard, hard, hard drugs. <laughs> oh, hard drugs. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, that's all okay, <laughs> Right, uh, fucking, what was it? Cocaine I take now and then, yeah? yeah okay, yeah. but that's yeah. in like a social circles. Uh, yeah. But no, it doesn't bother me, you know that, you know? Yeah. We don't have a beer, this and that, I'm all good with that. Adults yeah. should be able to do whatever yeah. they want without the police yeah. fucking with them. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. But hard drugs, hard drugs are okay if you can handle them. Yeah. Hard drugs are okay if you can handle them. The, what they do, and the expense as well, because expensive, a lot of people buy them, they can't fucking, they can't even pay the rent. Yeah, not yeah, not many people yeah, handle yeah. them. They get addicted and fucking yeah, ends ends bad usually. From what I saw. Yeah. Um, how did you end up on James English podcast then? Shout James. out to James. We'll put the link below. Yeah, as James, well. baby. <laughs> James is all right. He's a good boy. He's a good I'm meeting him boy. in Scotland at the end of this month. We're going to do an interview. Yeah. I might go with you. I'll be up there. I'm doing a TED talk as well. Um, like 28, 27 right. around well, then. Around, yeah, man. I'll be I'm up there. Around. I'll be up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a party, man. <laughs> we'll get some girls together. We've got a limo. We'll, we'll do it big time. We'll Paradise Hotel. <laughs> Paradise Hotel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stay at the Paradise Hotel? <laughs> I think we'll finish on that now, man. Okay, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Cheers. Thanks, Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.